My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. It's time we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. We are Conservative Daily. And I haven't had my glasses all day. Oh, I forgot you're still blind. blind. I forgot. He's blind. <laughs> Joe never should sing ever again. Well, judging by the what happened on viewership yesterday, I probably shouldn't either. So. You kind of did kind of tank there. I was like this. It was brutal. I was like, oh, ow, oh, ow. It, it was brutal for me too, Joe. So can I give you an update real quick about, <laughs> about the uh, court case that I had today? court thing. So it's Coomer versus Mike Lindell. It's uh, basically an end around of the case that's in Denver. The uh, I wrote this deal that says the the attorney for Coomer is just a liar. He just lied about everything. I mean, and, and doesn't provide, he doesn't provide any sort of evidence of it. He just makes it up. Well, this media site says that he's malicious, so we need to do it. And I just kept saying, you're a liar. And then he's like, I can't believe this. I, I, it doesn't dignify for the court. I'm like, dignify what? You're a liar. You're nothing but a liar. Your client is a liar. You are a liar. The lawyers that you're with are liars. You're just liars about everything. So I got to sit for a deposition and I'm like, okay, well, and I wasn't going to have an attorney. I was like, why, why would I have an attorney? I have nothing to hide. Nothing. But again, just more of the liars. And this is all, by the way, planned with these little groups that, oh, you must give us information. And I'm like, no, no, I won't. I mean, I will, but I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to put anybody in harm's way for anybody. <sighs> all right. Bro, today, this is going to be cr crazy. Is that the word I'd use? Oh, Crazy? this is going to be nuts. This is going to be nuts. All right. I want to start it off with this. This first couple minutes. First of all, I want to start at the beginning. I, I love this commercial. I, I just, I have to tell you that I, when I found out that this commercial was a couple years old, year and a half old, year, two years old, I went, come on, not really. They're like, yeah, it's a couple years old. And that is Mike Lindell's commercial. So before you know it, you need to go buy all your sheets. You need to buy all your pillows. You got to go to mypillow.com and use code CD21. That's Charlie David 21. But we have this great commercial and it's Christmassy. It's very Christmassy. It's a kind of Christmas. I mean, it, it is a fair, you know, he's, he's rhyming, but it's kind of Christmassy. So we're going to play this first. Let, let's go ahead and play Mike's story time. 
Welcome to Sleepyville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. Yeah! I got towels, too! And mine are blue! So welcome to my Pillowville, where everyone sleeps, on the pillows that align in the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well-rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. <laughs> and of course, it's CD21. You Charlie I, Delta 21. I, lo I love it. I love that commercial. Oh, come on. Barbara says it's a dumb commercial. Come on, Barbara. Why would you say it's dumb? Don't do that. 212. Don't be a liberal. <laughs> uh, okay. So we have been talking about election fraud. And the radical left is always running around saying election denier, election denier, election denier, election denier. So we have a video that we'd like to play for you. It's kind of long, isn't it? So it's a, it's a 10 minute video. Let's speed it up to 1.5, can we? Uh yeah, I can do that. Just give me a minute. I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it in as a browser cuz if I do it locally, well, it's going to make it sound like a chipmunk is reading. And, it. and you can get this by the way, it'll be on a Rumble channel. So if you go to Conservative Daily and um, go to the Rumble channel, Rumble channel, you will be able to see this. It's on our site as well. So this is 10 minutes of Democrats denying election results. And I, I think that, and we could actually just keep us on it, have this on there and have us on the screen with it, right? Um, it will, I'll do that, but I'm going to bring it in. Uh, so it's up on screen so all of you can see it. Uh, it's from uh, RNC Research on Twitter. Uh, so you can go there. No, it's a, it, it wasn't, the, the original did not come from RNC Research. Well, that's where I that's where I pulled it from. Okay, yeah. Um, so it might have, but you pulled it from them because then that's all with their markings on it. That was not where it came from originally, so it doesn't matter. We put it up there it on our thing. Not. Yeah, that's where I thought it was from. Uh, okay, so get ready. You get to enjoy. No kidding. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm going to speed up so it's actually. Well, we won't speed minutes. up all of it. We'll start. We'll start it off. And, you want me to start and, off yeah. normal? Yeah, and then we'll just. All right. To just show you, show you how ridiculous they are. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And ridiculous. it starts off with uh, someone we all really, really love. And uh, that is, yep, you guessed it. Barbara, I was just kidding about you being liberal. It was a joke. Stop it. You're getting mad at me. <laughs> ready? He, he does look silly, he, but no. Go. Yeah, go ahead. You can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. Pause. Pause, pause, pause. But was she really the nominee? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be honest. Was she really the nominee? Because didn't they pull this whole thing during the DNC to get what, what, the crazy guy, Bernie? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Forget it. Go back, go back. Sorry. Okay. I'll just shut up now. Go ahead. Oh, wait. And, before I play it, and remember then the, those people from CAA reached out to, uh, what's her name? Um, Hawaii? Yeah, uh, and said, "Hey, you uh, you did some bad stuff uh, because you you put uh, Bernie Sanders in there. So we're not going to send you any more money because you've you've disrespected Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Hillary Clinton, she's a demon. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what thing. I'm scared about no, in 2020. But, but right, right, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hit the pause button. Hit the pause. That's not a real thing. There was no Russian interference." Okay, keep going. Sorry, I'll be quiet. that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He is an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president for candidate? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election, and he was put in the office because the Russians interfered. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted proven. by the Russians and proven. not be a legitimate president. The one Pause. thing that Trump is... Was he actually proven? What Was it proven? Question. Was it proven? I'm struggling to find the proof. <laughs> I'm really struggling. Because that's what they do. They lie. And they make they conjecture and lies and lies and lies and lies. They are liar, 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 liar. Groomer, 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 groomer. We, we could just make a whole song about noise. Liar. Okay, keep going. We're going to have a little fun with this one. It's fearful of uh, when it comes. Oh, that's the guy. Oh, no, the, he just cried. You the, remember him crying? This is random, but shout out to black women for nurturing me. Okay, keep going. ...is being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object because people are horrified. He's an illegitimate president. Do you believe Trump is illegitimate president? What I believe is that there's no question that the outcome of this election was affected by the Russian interference. But there absolutely is a cloud of illegitimacy. So that legitimacy is in question, yes. So that was a very tainted election, and, and in that sense, it's, it's illegitimate. Why do you think I think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you. Because he knows he didn't. He knows he's an illegitimate president. Stolen emails. Stolen drone. Stolen drone. Stolen election. 
Welcome to the world of unprecedented Trump. So do you believe President Trump is an illegitimate president? Based on what I just said, which I can't retract. <laughs> the Russian attempt to, ha to have the election, and frankly, the FBI the Joker. is weighing in on the election. I think make the, the penguin, make, sorry. makes his election penguin. illegitimate. There was a widespread understanding that this election She's is not on the level. We still don't know what really happened, Isaac. I mean, there's just a lot that I think will be revealed. History will discover. But you don't win by three million votes and have all this other shenanigans stuff going on and not come away with an idea like, whoa, something's not right here. The outcome of the election was affected by their interference. And now we need to know, you know to what degree, uh, if any, the Trump campaign was actually in collusion with the, uh, with so Russia. he knows he's an illegitimate president. So of course he's obsessed with me, and <laughs> I believe that it's a guilty conscience. <laughs> I know he's totally guilty conscience. Yeah. And Al Gore won that election. I think he won it anyway. Actually, I think I carried Florida. Bush versus Gore. A court took away a presidency. If all the votes were counted in Florida that Al Gore would be president today and George Bush would be back in office. I come from Florida, where you and others participated in what I call the United States coup d'etat. There's no doubt in my mind that Al Gore was elected president. I rise Let's go back to 2000, the by the way. 25 Florida electoral votes. I must object because of the overwhelming evidence of official misconduct. 2000. Deliberate fraud the chair, and an attempt the to chair must remind It is signed by myself on behalf of my diverse constituents and the millions of Americans who have been disenfranchised by Florida's inaccurate vote count. The Supreme the, uh, Court, not the is, people of the United the, States, decided this election. Speaking to a Democratic group in Chicago Tuesday, he made it clear he thinks Al Gore was the winner. By the time it was over, our candidate had won the popular vote. And the only way they could win the election was to stop the voting in Florida. Catherine Harris, Jeb Bush, Jim Baker, and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results. Al Gore would be president. The yeah, Supreme yes, Court elected the president. Yes. Al Gore won the state of Florida in 2000, although not the presidency. But the Supreme Court tampered? That's a large charge. The Supreme Court stopped the counting of the votes, and if they let the count go on, Al Gore would have got the necessary votes. The Supreme Court selected George W. Bush as the president. He was not elected. There is overwhelming Jeez. evidence that George W. Bush did not win this election. What I observed uh, as a voter, as a citizen of Illinois uh, four years ago, were troubling evidence of the fact that not every vote was being counted. I don't think that George W. Bush won the election. Uh, in 2000, I guess that would go because I, I think that he probably lost Florida and also that nationwide. If you invite me back on this show in about eight weeks, I think you're going to learn that Al Gore actually did get all the votes there. The court has been thwarting formation of the popular will. The most spectacular example being Bush versus Gore, where the majority by a 5-4 vote enjoined the counting of more than 100,000 ballots in Florida and essentially gave America its first court-appointed president. <laughs> I think in 2000, everybody thought, well, he did win the election, Al Gore. After the election, when you stole the election, you came back here and said, get over it. No, we're not going to get over it. You know it. I know it. They know it. We won that election. Constantly shifting vote tallies in Ohio and malfunctioning electronic machines 
which may not have paper receipts, whoa, have whoa, led whoa. to Stop. additional loss. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Oof. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, keep going. Confidence by the public. The right to vote has been stolen from qualified voters. In 2004, the democratic process was thwarted. The 2004 presidential election in Ohio was riddled with unnecessary problems. Some machines malfunctioned, causing votes to be counted more than once, or not at all. Based upon an inordinate number of allegations suggesting gross voting rights violations and misconduct, I join with my colleagues in objecting to counting the state of Ohio's electoral votes. As in 2000, the votes of many who wanted to vote were not, in fact, counted. This last Friday night, I, I arranged to meet Senator Kerry at a fundraiser to give him a copy of my book. He told me he now thinks the election was stolen. The wife of John Kerry said she has lingering doubts about the legitimacy of the election. Her theory goes like this. Two brothers, she calls hard right Republicans, own 80% of voting machines in the U.S. Therefore, it would be easy to hack into the mother machines that control the electron. That's too soon. That's so good to hear that. Too soon? Wait, hold on a second. It's been happening all the way since 2000? Nope, before that. So what they're saying is, is that in 20 years, 22 years, they have no desire to fix the problems with the election machines. They want to create chaos. And by creating chaos, they can set the standard. Remember, two brothers own 80% of their election machines, right? They talked about things that happened in the election machines, and now all of a sudden, they're owned by this radical establishment, all of them, all owned by the same people. 2000, they were talking about the same problems, counting illegal votes. 22 years later, the American people are the fodder to all of this. The American people are the ones that suffered on both sides of the aisle. Or people that don't even have an aisle. They sit in the middle. <clears throat> no, I cannot. I'm an independent. You know what I care about? Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. So tell me. We have more to play? Yeah, I just wanted to pause it to go back for that part again. All right. Therefore, it would be easy to hack into the mother machines that control the electronic voting. There were numerous irregularities in Ohio, including large percentages of rejections of provisional balloting, problems with voting machines. As we look at our election system, I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, about its integrity. There are still (laughs) legitimate concerns over the integrity of our elections. I agree with tens of billions of Americans who are very worried that when they cast the ballot on an electronic voting machine, that there is no paper trail to record that vote. The numerous irregularities that occurred with the electronic voting machines in Ohio on November the 2nd of last year point to an unresolved national crisis. We cannot declare that the election of November 2nd, 2004 was free and clear and transparent and real. There must be independent testing of the voting machines used in Ohio. I'm not confident that the election in Ohio was fairly decided. 
We know that there was substantial voter suppression and the machines were not reliable. The members of Congress who have brought this challenge are speaking up for their aggrieved constituents, many of whom may have been disenfranchised in this process. Treating today's electoral vote count in Congress right, as a that. meaningless ritual you can go back and watch would be an insult to our... You can, you can, you can go back and watch it. Go, go back and watch it. These are Democrats over the last 20 years. Talking about the very thing that they're doing, stealing elections. And, and by the way, they're only talking about it at the presidential level. Not the fact that they've been stealing down ballots and creating and, and honing in a machine that can lie to us about what people actually believe in. That's happened. They built a system that is rife with corruption going back 22 years and further. And you can look at it mathematically and tell that that's what they've done. You can look at it based on the data. But no, we don't know what we're talking about. We made it up. I, I don't, you know, it, it's, it's maddening, bro. It's maddening. Yeah. And there's still people getting sued back and forth for uh, spreading lies and misinformation. Yeah, but you keep, it keeps coming out. It keeps coming out that the radical left keeps getting caught and the media won't cover it. It's crazy. They've been lied. They've lied so many times that it's, 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 not, even, it's not even debatable. And when Roe kind of comes out and says, listen, <laughs> half the country isn't even having the conversation because they've been eliminated from the conversation. They can't, they're, they're not even allowed to look into it. 50% of the country doesn't even know about the Twitter files. They don't know about it at all. And when you talk about it, when you talk about the fraud of the radical left, when you talk about these anti-fights, when you talk about the coomers of the world, and I'm going to call it out. People that work within a system and say the, the entire people that work there have to share their views or why would they stay? His words, not mine. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. It begs the question, 
what is happening in our country and who really is the fodder for all this? And I would say it's the American people. Absolutely, it's the American people. We talked a little bit about this this morning on the FTX issue. It's called, remember, she's the one that said unpresidential, unpresident, KJP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this clown's got something to say. And she is a clown. Let's go ahead and play it. Well, so I, can we start with the other one? Let's start with McConnell. Oh, you want to do McConnell first? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah because first, because I want to, we, we just did the election fraud thing. So first, I, let's just remind everyone, what is this piece of garbage? As now there are people, uh, you know, looking to move in on the RNC chair and all kinds of things. Uh, McConnell, who does he blame for what's happened in uh, this year? Uh, yep, you guessed it. He blames Trump. Check this out. Looking at each race separately, I wasn't making that up. We had a bunch of close races. We ended up having a candidate quality time. Anybody remember who mentioned that back in August? Look at Arizona. Look at New Hampshire. And a challenging situation in Georgia as well. We did, by we, I mean the Senate Leadership Fund, did intervene in two primaries, in Alabama and in Missouri. And I do think we had an opportunity to relearn one more time you have to have quality candidates to win competitive center races. We went through this in 2010, 2012, Christine O'Donnell, Sharon Angle, Todd Aiken, Richard Murdoch, and unfortunately revisited that situation in uh, 2022. Our ability to control the primary outcome was quite too. Our ability to control the primary outcome was quite limited in 22 because of the support of the former president proved to be very decisive in these primaries. So my view was, do the best you can with the cards you're dealt. Now hopefully in the next uh, cycle, we'll have quality candidates everywhere and a better outcome. Okay, so this freaking dude he literally so after they hold back funding from America First candidates, they yeah. played around with uh, with like Let's, you know held you back can't on outvote the machines. He blames it on qual on on candidate quality or uh, quality and brings up and he brings up just so you know he brings up Arizona. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you about Blake Masters. He was he was an American venture capitalist. He frequently referred to as the protege of businessman Thomas. Uh, uh, Peter Thiel. He re- co-wrote uh, Zero to One notes on startups or how to build the future. He, he had built something from something to nothing or from nothing to something. It, it is unbelievable. He was the chief operating officer of Thiel's investment firm, Thiel's investment firm, and the president of the Thiel Foundation. He defeated handedly Mark Burnovich. Burnovich would have been a better candidate. Burnovich that interfered with the election uh, audit, who lied to people and said he was going to look into stuff that he didn't, who wrote reports that were lies. That would have been a better candidate than this guy, Blake Masters. 
Oh, I get it. I get it. Hold on a second. Let me let me let me redo this for you guys. It's candidates they can control in the Uniparty. It's candidates that that do the bidding and treat Americans like slaves that don't go back to Americans and say, Mr. American, Mrs. American, you know what you need? You need a jab. You need to shut down your business. You need more regulation. You need more taxes. You need to respect the fact that we want to give big pharma. We want to give them the ability to do whatever they want to you, act with impunity and have immunity. Mr. American, Mrs. American, you know what you want. You want toll roads on every road. You want to make sure that you own nothing and that you like it. Mr. and Mrs. America, we want to take away your ability to teach your kids. Matter of fact, we don't want to teach them math, science, English, or any of that stuff. We want to talk about gender fluidity and grooming of your children so that we can actually suppress the population. And you know what? That's what you want, Mr. and Mrs. America. That's what you want. Is that what you want, Apollo? No. Screw all this nonsense. I want a country. I want an actual country. Better candidates. Better candidates. Let me, let me just tell you something. Do you, know what, do you know what people care about? They don't give a shit about lobbyist groups. They care about constitutional rights. It was just proven that Twitter literally, as a crime scene, was stealing our rights. It was proven that Fauci lied under oath and then was propped up by CIA midgets. It was proven that Roth, yo Roth, had a, had a grooming problem. At best, he's a sicko. And this is the guy that's meeting with DHS and DNI and CIA and FBI. But you know what? No, no, no. That's the moral authority. That's what we want as a country. We want that. We want, we want Roth. We want a lot of Roths. Send, send us more Roths. We want to be locked down. We want them to lie to us about what happened in China. We want our borders to be open. We want people to be adversely affected because we're taking away your Second Amendment rights. We're going to make stuff up and tell them that assault rifles are the problem because they're deathly afraid that Americans are going to stand up and hold them accountable for their bad freaking behavior. No, that's not what Mr. and Mr. America wants. They want, they want you to take everything away from them. They want you to poke them with a, a virus that kills their ability to have kids, two million of them across the nation, just in the last two years. Two million. Now that's what America wants. They want, they want more control, more oppression. They want these sick ideological goons out there bullying, intimidating, lying, creating lawfare, beating them with sub to submission, giving up their more taxes, get back out there, do more for us so we can give that money to Ukraine. That's what America wants. Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what you asked for? You don't want your kids to have opportunity. You don't want them to think for themselves. You want them to go to indoctrination camps at, and they're going to make you pay for it. That's what you want. That's what that piece of trash McConnell was saying. You want that. Thank you, Daddy. Give me more. I'm, you know, and everyone wants to say, Joe, you, boy, you get fired up. It's called passion. It's called love of my country and my country, men and women. That's what it's called. 
Oh, but you know, I'm, I'm connected with a militia. That's what that piece of trash Charles Kane said. You know, Coomer's goon squad lawyer. That's what he said. I, I'm connected with a, a militia. No. I'm over it. I'm over it. And you should be over it. How about, how about truth? Just a basic amount of just dignified truth. But we can't have it. Because these liars, and every time they get caught lying, the media comes out and says, you know what? The right made up the rape of that child. That's what happened this morning. Go back and watch it. If you didn't watch it this morning, go back and watch it. That piece of trash, Michelle Goldberg, who literally said, it's all made up. And the truckers, they're all mushroom fanatics. They're not right-wing extremists. Being an American now is a right-wing extremist. Being a goon devil is now something they want to normalize. Well, F them. I don't have an opinion, though, if you're wondering. I have no opinion. Who saw? <laughs> I'm, so, I, I'm sorry. I, I look at it and go, I'm just Captain Obvious. I'm just telling you the obvious part out loud. How ridiculous they are. And then Elon Musk, frankly, is one of the smartest people I have ever, I mean, reading his stuff, it's hard to look at him and say, man, you, can, you couldn't have a person that's more even. I mean, he came out and said, it's kind of like me. I voted for Obama in 2008. I've told all of you that. I voted for Obama in 2008. I wanted change. I wanted radical change when it became radical. I said the word radical as it pertained to race relations. Whites, blacks, coming together. Because of what I experienced growing up. It was bad. Super bad. But then he lied. I voted for Ross Perot. Truth. First time I voted in an election, I voted for Ross Perot. And do you remember what they did to Ross Perot to get him out of the race and then back in the race? He would have won, by the way, if he didn't. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, right around the time I, I was in high school. That happened. I do remember that. No, you were in high school. You were a kid. It was before you. You were just born. Ish. You're four or five, six. I promise. Everyone else will tell you. I was thinking of when I was Ross Perot. It wasn't Ross Perot. It was not Ross Perot. It was, that was the, 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 What, am I, what is my brain pulling up? Something was going on, and I, I remember talking about what was going on with Ross Perot. He died. It was like, he was a good man. A little crazy. He looked like Colonel Sanders. He, had big, he looked like the mad guy on Mad Magazine. Boy, he was wicked smart, though. No, I remember what he looks like. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. 
Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. So who asked about your background drives me crazy? Looks like another country flag or your head sits in the middle. It gives you a bolt coming out. Shelly, it's the Arizona flag. And this is our way of standing up and saying that we stand with Arizona in having free, fair, and transparent elections, which they didn't have. So we're going to do this until they steal it. And then we're going to get to the streets with everyone, hopefully, you know, say, maybe, you know, Charlie Kirk will come out and say, you probably shouldn't do that. We should probably play that trick clip, by the way. But before we do that, let's get in the FTX. And um, <laughs> this clown talking about the Hatch Act. When asked if Biden would return FTX donations, this is unbelievable. Let's go ahead and play it. Um, the president received campaign donations, uh, campaign donations from him, many prominent Democrats, and some Republicans did as well. But will the president return that donation? Does he call on all politicians who got uh, campaign donations that may have come from customer money uh, to return those funds? So, look, I am covered here by the Hatch Act, uh, limited on what I can say, and anything that's connected to political contributions. Uh, from here, I, I, I would have to refer you to the DNC. I'm not asking the president's opinion, though. Uh, you know, does he want those people who... No, you asked me two questions. You asked me about will he return the donations, and then you asked me about his opinion. I'm answering the first part, which is I'm covered by the Hatch Act from here. I'm limited to what I can say. And I just can't talk to political contributions or anything related to that. I cannot speak about it from here. His opinion, though. I, I just, is, just cannot speak to this uh, from here. Even his opinion, even his thoughts about uh, the contributions, donations, I cannot speak from it, from, about that from here. Everybody covered by the Hatch Act? I am covered by the Hatch Act, which I'm happy to say over and over again because we believe in the rule of law here. You don't believe in the rule of law, you lying sack. Sorry, I didn't say it out loud. I did. Oops. Sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me, Frank's speech. Okay. I should bleep it. Bleep. That way I don't get in trouble. I'm going to get yelled at. Somebody's going to yell at me. Okay. So th there you go. Covered by the Hatch Act. You believe that, right? Yeah, she's covered by the hat check, except, except when she openly, you know, lobbies for the Biden administration and Democrats and how much they've done ahead of the primaries. There's more coming out, but let's let's go to the what's happening in Arizona. Christina Bob, who, by the way, is was has been covering this since the beginning. She's also the attorney for President Trump. Let's just look at it. Um, she was on War Room with uh, Steve Bannon earlier. And look, I haven't got anybody to literally stand up and tell the truth other than someone like Dave Clements and those that have seen it, Clay Parikh, Sean Smith, Jeff O'Donnell, 
people that understand the election fraud, they're the only ones standing up. I don't actually understand why there aren't more people standing up saying that the machines are the problem when we just saw a video that goes back 20 years talking about the machines being the problem. They've been talking about this freaking problem for 20 years, and now it's gotten so obvious for people in, in our seats, obvious, because we have more access to data, not transparency, just data. But they don't want to. They don't want to count that. But this is about the hearing on Kerry Lake's hearing this morning in uh, Arizona. Let's go ahead and play. It's three minutes long. Intrigued by some of the elements here, ma'am. Yeah, I actually thought the hearing today uh, went pretty well. The judge laid out a very quick timeline in accordance with the statute that Carrie Lake filed her case under. Uh, so we will hear some type of oral argument, probably a motion to dismiss on the 19th, and then we'll get straight into the evidentiary hearing on the 21st and 22nd. And I mean, Carrie's got them dead to rights. As you mentioned, they've got the experts saying that this was all done intentionally with the malfunctions of the machines. They've got whistleblowers saying that there's over about 300,000 ballots that were illegally cast one way or another. And then you've got uh, co-mingling that we talked about of 25,000 this morning and then um, another 125,000 out there. I mean, there's so much evidence in this. She has got them dead to rights. She's got the law on the side. She's got uh, the facts on her side. I think the judge is going to have a lot of pressure to come to the right conclusion, which is this election is uncertifiable. Maricopa County did such a bad job and probably maliciously, intentionally did a bad job. And that's a lot of weight on one individual to come to that conclusion. So uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that the judge has the backbone to honestly examine the facts that appeared that way today in the hearing. And we will see, as I said before, ultimately, I think this will go up to the Arizona State Supreme Court. Um, yes, because whoever loses first round is going to appeal. Right. I mean, this thing's going to be appealed all the way up. This is going to be a, right. a, 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 a something that everybody looks at. Here's what I find powerful, and we had such a response on people reading it. Carrie's putting out a video now to kind of explain it to maybe those who don't have the time to read it. It's so right. powerful, and then other things are coming out the entire time. Just the presentation of this gets it into people's minds of what happened. You know, the polling, I think, was 72%. After you have your day in court, it's going to Say be ninety percent. This this is going to yeah. shatter any legitimacy she tries to uh, that uh, yeah. that Hobbs tries to cloak herself in. Is is that is that your thinking also, ma'am? Yeah, I think that's exactly right, and I think it's also kind of weeding out those who are honestly covering the elections and those who are not. You have been a champion, making sure your viewers are informed every step of the way, and then you have other uh, other media outlets that aren't really even covering the story, yet in 2020 they were saying, oh, this was the most secure election in U.S. history. Now we've got mountains and mountains of evidence and whistleblowers and eyewitness account and statistical analysis and data to prove that not only was it not the most secure election in U.S. history, but it was intentionally manipulated. And those people that intentionally manipulated it are the same people that were running the 2020 election. So there's a lot of explaining that needs to be done here. Um, but I think the more that Kerry pushes this and the more the other candidates start to jump in and do the same thing, I think the, the people of Arizona, but the people of America, I mean, the nation needs to know what's happening here because not for a second do I think this is isolated to Arizona. Arizona just messed it up badly enough that we can yep. all see it. Also, in, in that one mainstream media account talks about the chain of custody, <laughs> talks about the signature verification, talks about the AI, talks about any of this. 
uh, which you guys have nailed. That's why this is such a seminal case. Christina, how do people, you've got, you've got a book coming out in January. What is it? How do people get to it and how do they follow you on this case? Okay. So pay attention to something. She said, I don't think this is an isolated event. And I, I sent Christina a thing asking her about the Chad Wolf and we're doing a whole bunch of digging into Chad Wolf who headed up the DHS who knew about this. Remember DHS was having conversations with Twitter. Chad Wolf knew about the shredder truck down in Georgia. Perfect knowledge was down. It literally said he had to hand it over to GBI. GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, swept it under the rug, let him take the truck out and then burned all the material. Burned, shredded, did whatever. She's very smart. And the, the just so you know, it is very, very good. The cases, I've read the entire thing. It is good. 72% of the people in Arizona believe that the election was fraudulent. It's going to get to 90%. People around the country have had it. And here's the thing that they stayed away from. Let me just say it for everybody out there. The machines are the problem. The machines are architected to give people the ability to manipulate them. Cytel is a problem. Dominion is a problem. ESNS is a problem. Smartmatic is a problem. Runbeck is a problem. Stell is a problem. Cathedral is a problem. And it goes up and up and up and up. And in my case, I am going to subpoena every record. I want to know who owns every part of the company. I want to know what business that owns it. And I'm going to subpoena their records to do depositions. I'm going to de depose everyone all the way down the line. Because they're all connected. The Eric system, nonprofit, bring bring <laughs> bringing states together. More than a few states have dropped out of that system. Why? Because they recognize that that system is designed to defraud the American people because we are slaves. And they, again, we're sniffing around the edges. McConnell telling us that it's, it's the quality of the candidate. We have some of the best, most qualified candidates, not for the machine, not for the establishment, but for handing back the authority to the American people, handing back the ability to have a voice while these clowns try to steal it. They don't want to talk about the machines. Call them Sheenmasen. The Sheenmas are a problem. Take the ma, put it at the end, Sheenmas. Sheenma. Chinma. <laughs> it is disgusting that we're even having to have this conversation. I don't know, Paula. You, just, you tell me. No, it's idiotic. Let's take a trip back in time, shall we? Talk about journalists. Absolutely. So, I'm going to play you a short clip from 40 years ago. And I went through a whole lot of CAA represented individuals, right? This is Gate Gate. No. No, which one's this? This is an ex-CIA agent named Frank Snap talking about Vietnam. And oh. Spreading disinformation. So check it out. Forty years ago. You briefed the press, did you not, when you were there? Oh, I remember this. Well, I had several jobs. One of my jobs was that of analyst. Uh, I also was an interrogator and indeed briefed the press when we, the CIA, wanted to uh, circulate disinformation on a particular issue. Disinformation is not necessarily, uh, not necessarily a lie. It may be a half-truth. And uh, we would pick out a journalist. I would go do the briefing and... Uh, 
hoped that he would put the information in print. What was your percentage of success? We were pretty successful in planning uh, information of a rather rarefied nature. For instance, if we wanted to get uh, across to the American public that the North Vietnamese were building up their force structure in South Vietnam, I would go to a journalist and advise him that in the past uh, six months, X number of North Vietnamese forces had come down the Ho Chi Minh Trail system through southern Laos. Now, there is no way a journalist can check that information. Uh, that's data derived from uh, uh, radio intercepts, uh, spy in the uh, sky photography. So either he goes with the information or he doesn't, and ordinarily or usually, the journalist would go with it because it, was, it looked like some kind of exclusive. And um, I would say our percentage of planning that kind of data was uh, 70 to 80 percent. 70 to 80 percent. You think it's any different than what's going on in Ukraine? What's going on with the elections here? No, no they're, they're ignoring the fact that they're killing their own people. Merchant of death, Victor Bout praises Russia invasion of Ukraine, offers help. Now remember, we're being told all about the, you know, this war of aggression that Russia's launching. We just traded back the, you know, giant, uh, giant basketball player who hates America for this dude. And now you have Mr. Blout saying, yeah, don't know why Russia didn't do it earlier. Would love to get involved. Why are we giving back this dude while they're sending over more arms, while we're sending more American taxpayer dollars over to Ukraine, while they're saying, yeah, United Nations, we, we'd love to have you, Ukraine. They're getting behind, uh, behind this whole charade. We know exactly what they're going to do. All they're going to do is pull us into another, uh, another conflict. They've already ripped off everyone else. And this is all because we haven't played any more of the FTX stuff. Uh, and we're not going to get into it today. But they're pitching softballs at, at Sam Bankman Freed right now. You still have mainstream, mainstream media people who are also represented by the CIA's talent agency who are somehow still trying to support this guy. Uh, everyone's playing softball with him. Can, I mean, I mean I'm you're, you're, you're not wrong. Everyone's playing softball with him. But I think that they arrested him, so they're going to do something to him. He's going to get Epstein. He'll be Epstein, or he'll, they'll say he's putting him in jail, and he'll never go to jail. They'll put him in some sort of program and make him lose 40 pounds. Can we put up the image of Adolf Hitler and Hillary Clinton? Where Adolf Hitler says, society needs to come before the individual needs. And then Hillary Clinton, we must stop thinking of the individual and start thinking about what is best for society. You see that? They say the quiet part out loud. Society needs to come before the individual needs. We must stop thinking of the individual and start thinking about what's best for society. You want to tell me they haven't thought about this? Here's this one. We shall only talk of peace when we have won the war. Adolf Hitler in 1939. We must only talk of civility when we won the House and the Senate. 2018. 
So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medicare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medicare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported with air medicare network you're covered for as little as 85 dollars a year your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a 50 dollars visa gift card when you sign up today now they also have an amazon card but we don't do business with amazon here on this show so please do not sign up for this and get the 50 dollars amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast so get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Okay, now let's be a little bit funny. Here's, here's Hillary Clinton and Bill in bed. I bet he's thinking about another woman. And what he's thinking about is, why haven't they arrested her yet? You see that one? Are you not paying attention to me? Sorry, I was looking for it. Here it is. There you go. Bill's like, please, Lord, let me be. (laughs) Uh... I just put something that just came out by this gateway pundit. I want you to pay attention to this. It's uh, if you can put it up. The this just was just published just now. Feds in the shadows leaked documents indicate over 300 members of Oath Keepers may be current or former DHS employees. Not clear how many are federal operatives. Operatives. And it goes in to say. Um, Leaked the list of Oath Keeper members was published on Tuesday at the Project on Government Oversight website. It is not clear how Pogo got this list. The list includes current and formal employees of the Department of Homeland Security, including members of the Border Patrol, Coast Guard, Immigration, Customs Enforcement, and the Secret Service. It is not clear how many of these men and women were federal operatives, but, but a number is likely significant. Despite the constant attacks by the liberal media and Democrat politicians, the Oath Keepers is not a criminal organization. A leaked report of the Oath Keepers paramilitary organization committed to the U.S. Constitution found that potentially hundreds of far-right extremists have infiltrated law enforcement. The Project on Government Oversight reported on Monday. The insider reported that launched in 2009, the Oath Keepers from the start tried to recruit from the military and law enforcement with his ostensible goal of upholding the U.S. Constitution and have its members refuse unlawful orders per the Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, the one that is the terrorist organization which labels it an extremist group. In practice, it is meant on January 6th, rejecting the rule of law, court orders, and democratic processes that thwart far-right policy goals in favor of conspiracy theories and armed resistance. More than a decade of recruitment has led the group to collect at least 306 members who have described themselves as current or former employees of the Department of Homeland Security, according to POGO, which reviewed the leaked membership document from the group in partnership with the Organized Crime and Corruption Reporting Project. DHS agency include U.S. Customs and Immigration Services, the Transportation Security Administration, and U.S. Secret Service. Most of the self-described DHS employees asserted that they were retired, but at least one claimed to be active duty Secret Service agent. Another said that they were supervisor of Border Patrol, according to the documents. Now, here's the problem. You might have people that are actually in the government that are good people. 
but you're going to have some people that aren't because the government is an apparatus that's designed to destroy the American people. Any sort of ability for you to have freedom, they want to take that away from you. Interesting. Wow, that's crazy. All right. We have, we got a bunch of stuff that we want to go through and there's a Dell Big Tree video. This video is fire. And it's so not this that, is a quick recap video of yeah. what has been going on in the media. And what I'm going to queue up here is uh, because, you know, obviously our big focus here is elections. Right. Because we need to fix that. Right. Uh, but we saw what they did with Event 201. Yeah. And they've been signaling that for literally years. And none of this is random. So uh, this Dell Big Tree clip is from, again, the hearing or the conference, the roundtable that Ron Johnson put on uh, last week. And I'm going to say one thing about that conference. Uh, first of all, I don't really think it accomplished anything because all they did was say a bunch of things that we already knew. And I think that they're kind of dancing around uh, getting to the heart of the matter and addressing a few elements, elephants in the room. But a quick recap that he uh, put in about the type of, uh, you know, brainwashing that the media had with their uh, very scripted and lockstep narrative. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. We can kind of almost see the end. We're, we're vaccinating so very fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Getting vaccinated and getting a booster shot when eligible can save your life and protect you and your family and friends from getting seriously ill and spreading infection. What do you think the probability is? 80%? Personally, I think it's 100%. I think that there's a reduction and transmission right. essentially vaccines block you from getting and giving um, wait that's an expert if enough people get vaccinated it actually halts transmission you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations we have all the vaccines we need we just need our people to take it a for their own protection for the protection of their family but also to break the chain of transmission. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. Fraud. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them, the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Liar. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. All right, well, we know that didn't happen and just wanted to bear that in mind given that you know they're asking for amnesty and they want us to think that, oh, well, we never claimed that they, uh, you know, we never claimed that they would. How many people did they murder? We don't know yet. Millions. It's probably going to be hundreds of millions within the next year or two. Murdered. 20 year olds falling dead. People getting a fourth, fourth jab. We played this this morning. We should play it again. This is a man dies getting his fourth booster or fourth shot. Play the D cut. 
Look at this. You see where the Just got his just got his fourth job. This is criminal. What you guys are doing is criminal. He's a kid. The third, the first three didn't work. Let's go slow. Think I'm intimidated or something? I just passed out. I'm free to walk and record the mall all I want. Just stare at me like you're making a difference. It's not a good so he dropped dead at the clinic didn't even get out of the clinic he was rubbing his head and he died by the way that video came because that kid sat up rubbing his head and then died he died let's go to cut six can we and this is let's do a little more this is catastrophic contagion this is no, in, no, no, no. we gotta do uh, the uh, i'm gonna do one more Oh, you are? Uh, one more from Ron Johnson's hearing, because that is still happening. Uh, I recorded, or we're going to play it uh, soon this week, I recorded an interview with Dr. Artis uh, yesterday, and we talked about some of these elephants in the room. Here's one. There, there are really only a few cuts of that three-and-a-half-hour press conference that I really felt were important. This is one of them, because it's now two years later. Yeah, this is the package insert that Dr. Gortler was referring to, and I, I do think it's important to show. So I've been an advocate of vaccines for my entire career. Um, typically, when you open a box of the vaccine product, there's a vial in it and there's a box, and then it has a package insert. And this is an example of one that um, it's sealed. And, you know, honestly, for the most part, we don't always read it because we've already looked at it, and, and so it goes in the box with the, <laughs> stays in the box. Um, but, so when I, we open this package insert, a typical package insert looks like this. It has a great deal of information on it in terms of adverse reactions, um, the components of it, uh, and I'll let Dr. Gortler expand on sort of where this comes from in terms of the FDA. Uh, in other words, a lot of information, kind of like your terms of use for your Apple products. That's right. So there's a lot of information, but we do expect to see this because what, what in the world are we being asked to inject into our nation's children? And that's my question. So a few months ago, I, I looked at the package insert. I pulled it from the box of mRNA product. And, you know, it was sealed just like I'm showing you here. I, I unsealed the box that the entire thing came in. And then I pulled this out. And this is what it looks like. So I'd like to show this to you. It is. Sorry about that. It's, um, it's blank on Boom. the sides. And there it, it is. It says intentionally blank on it. That's the data that pharmacists and physicians are basing on giving the injections outside of mainstream media recommendations. There it is right there. Here's a good question. Why didn't they just print that on a piece of paper the size of a postage stamp? Why all the theater of folding it up into a great big piece of paper like, like that? Why? The point is because they know that they're lying to you, so they want to make it look like everything's hunky-dory, but uh, there, there's no reason for that. Even if they still having EAU uh, shots, these have now been approved for children by the ACIP committee and uh, are now being used as justification because of that to deny people transplants. I showed you that uh, last week. A young girl was denied a kidney transplant because she wasn't vaccinated for COVID because, and they cited that ruling that it's now been recommended for children 
which presume, uh, preserves their liability. Uh, but we're now two years later. They don't even have the ingredients on there. They still won't tell anyone what's actually in these things. And why this is important, because we already know everyone's dying, uh, it's important because this is not going away. I've been saying this for a very long time. Uh, they're going to keep going with this, and the next one is already coming. They've been trying to signal several new pandemics. Here's the one that just took place at the end of October. Let me show you this website real quick before I do that. And I don't know how many of you have seen these, uh, this website. Well, that, there we go. Catastrophic Contagion. Yeah, so this is uh, on the website Center for Health Security. Exercises, Catastrophic Contagion. Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security, in partnership with World Health Organization, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, conducted Catastrophic Contagion, a pandemic tabletop exercise at the annual meeting in Brussels. They haven't told us the truth about anything. No. Nothing. But here, here, here's where, uh, where this, gets, this gets really weird. All right? Here's where we should be paying attention. I'm going to play this video from their exercise. Officials in two Latin American countries alerted the WHO of several outbreaks of a new infectious disease that's mysteriously appearing across the region. Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. Over the past six weeks alone, there have been 500 confirmed or suspected cases reported. The virus could cause a severe pandemic if early containment and mitigation efforts are not successful. The pandemic in this type of situation and trend would be a risk for the global health security. Pandemics are inherently political, financial, and so much broader. We have not spoken on the leadership in country. And I think that we need to be also very careful. We cannot decide a lot of things without the leaders be involved and agree on that. There is no substitute for national leadership. It's important to support the local response or the national response. Training those that are in these areas first, enabling them with the tools, protecting them, and if needs be, regional solidarity first. At this stage, communication is key, and communication should include not just scientists with data, but also social, religious, and political leaders. Trust. This is an essential issue. and. Trust was broken among countries, between populations and healthcare systems, between healthcare systems and governments. I'm very sorry to say that in uh, 2025, we need to strengthen the health system. WHO needs to be a voice for the voiceless. No one is safe until all of us are safe. As of today, there have been an estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. Countless millions are alive, but left with paralysis or brain damage. The most successful countries are those which invested in preparedness and trained for this moment years in advance. This included having full-time pandemic preparedness and response teams, which conducted detailed operational planning and routinely tested those plans through exercises and drills. If more countries had participated and heeded the guidance, the toll might 
have been much less. You see what they're doing? It's a signal. These people are evil. Here's what's important. Let me put this back up so everybody can see it. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and read that. The exercise simulated a series WHO emergency health advisory board meetings addressing a fictional pandemic set in the near future. Participants grappled with how to respond to a uh, epidemic located in one part of the world that has spread rapidly, becoming a pandemic with a high, higher fatality rate than COVID-19 and disproportionately affecting children and young people. All right, so I want to I want to show you something. This is really interesting. And while you're putting that up, this is event 201. Notice this is the exact same website. This is the simulation that they rolled out just before COVID-19, just before that pandemic. Let's go ahead and put that video up. You want to? This video is unbelievable. This video just basically told them what they were going to do in 2020. I need a minute to... Uh... But before we do that, we, we don't even have to do that. Let's let's play this. They're, they're trying to simulate artificial womb facility where they're making babies. Oh, uh, this is... This is... This is... Uh, it's connected. This is sick. Because you know, you know they they you know that they hate children. You know that they want to uh, abuse you know, them. What they're, what they're pushing, yeah. They want to abuse children. They want to use children like because you're cattle. They hate you. They literally hate you. We're not going to play all of it because it's it's frankly sick. But play it. Can't see anything. Introducing Ectolife, the world's first artificial womb facility powered entirely by renewable energy. Ectolife allows infertile couple to conceive a baby and become the true biological parents of their own offspring. It's a perfect solution for women who had their uterus surgically removed due to cancer or other complications. Or are sterile With because Ectolife, of COVID-19 vaccines. births and C-sections will be a thing of the past. Ectolife is designed to help countries that are suffering from severe population decline, including Japan, Bulgaria, South Korea, and many others. The facility features 75 highly equipped labs. Each state-of-the-art lab can accommodate up to 400 growth pods or artificial wombs. Every pod is designed to replicate the exact conditions that exist inside the mother's uterus. A single building can incubate up to 30,000 lab-grown babies per year. Ectolife allows your baby to develop in an infection-free environment. The pods are made of materials that prevent germs from sticking to their surfaces. Every growth pod features sensors that can monitor your baby's vital signs, including heartbeat, temperature, blood pressure, breathing rate, and oxygen saturation. The artificial intelligence-based system also monitors the physical features of your baby and reports any potential genetic abnormalities. The pods are equipped with a screen that displays real-time data on the developmental progress of your baby. Hey. These data are sent directly to your phone so you can track your baby's health from the comfort of your zone. The app also provides you with a high-resolution live view of your baby's development. A 
special section in the app allows you to watch a time lapse of your baby's growth and share it directly with your loved ones. Thanks I'm going to skip a little bit. Thanks to a 360-degrees camera that's fitted inside your baby's growth pod, you can use your virtual reality headset to explore what it's like to be in your baby's place. See what they see and hear what they hear. Using a wireless haptic suit connected to your baby's growth pod, you will be able to sense their kicks in the womb and share this experience with your friends and family members. With EctoLife, your baby will receive the best nutrients that can support their growth. Each group of pods is connected to two central bioreactors. The first bioreactor contains nutrients and oxygen, which are supplied to your baby through an artificial, viable and genetically superior embryo, giving your baby a chance to develop without any biological hurdles. Go take it down. How do you feel about that? It's a future pregnancy. These people are sick. You're right, they are sick. Yeah, it's absolutely sick. And here's the last thing I'll show you on that, to show you what they have in store. Now this is up, so all of you can see it. Exclusive concept unveiled for the world's first artificial womb facility. Um, and then Hashem Al-Galili Al shows what childbirth may look like tomorrow. And he mentions, yeah, our need for a new form of birth because the World Health Organization estimates 15% of reproductive age couples worldwide are affected by infertility. Look at these staggering statistics. They mentioned Elon Musk in here. It's not Elon Musk's, Musk's thing. Uh, but, you know, science fiction becomes reality. Go ahead and go into the metaverse to actually have, have your child. This is unbelievable. This is, and they're pushing this now. Why? That article is dated December 9th. That was last week. Because they have sterilized millions of people with these COVID-19 vaccines. And now, Look an artificial womb facility where they can grow your babies for you and you can come into the metaverse and experience what childbirth is like through the metaverse. Unbelievable, isn't it? This is the sickness that I talk about. Very, very sick. Sick, sick, sick people. No other way to describe it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and pray. I'm going to pray that, you know, we get to the bottom of all this. They keep lying because they're liars, because they're groomers, because they're destructionists. They want to destroy everything that you stand for as a country, everything you stand for as a person, a society. And frankly, the churches are in on it. They're all in on it for money. It's all about money. It's all about money. All right. You have anything you want to add before I pray? Just that seeing that we know that that's what we want to do, what they want to do for us, to yeah. us. What possible reason do we have not to stand up in places like Arizona? By the way, um, there's a there's an article that's written by um, by Ash that just came out. Let me see if I can put this out there for everyone. It's in the comments. It's, it should, so you, you guys need to read it. It's the latest on SBF and FTX, plain old embezzlement. And it walks through it. They're afraid of it. 
They defrauded customers. They defrauded investors of Alameda, defrauded investors of FTX, violated campaign finance laws. They're all in there and they're all in it together. If you are, work for the government and you're not a demon, you should be standing up and finding other people that aren't demons because these people need to go down, all of them. <sighs> all right. Let's pray, yeah? Yeah. All right. Father God, thank you. You know, we start, we start these prayers with thank you because we were picked for a time such as this. I believe we were. Father, thank you for the courage that you've put upon us, the, the, the strength to withstand all of the evil and their punching and beatings and bullying and intimidation that they have pushed upon us as people. We know that they are weak, Father, but they stand together and try to do real harm. And what they've done over the last decades, it's not, it's not victimless crimes. And Father, we just thank you the opportunity to be used as a tool to stop this evil. Father, I would ask you to give us the strength to see through the future, not see the future, but see through to the future, that we can focus on the mission of restoration, restoring you to our community. I ask for it a lot because I think that the key, and maybe I'm wrong, but Father, let us know if, if I am or if we are, but that we lack any ethical or moral compass. We lack the constitution of pursuing what is right. We lack the boldness of pursuing that which is moral and ethical. We lack character collectively, Father, but many of us don't. And I would just ask you to give us the tools, give us the, the guidance, the wisdom, to make it through all of this, to have the stamina and to maintain our focus and commitment on the mission of restoration. To bring you back into what we do on a daily basis in our lives, not just here in the US, but around the world. Father, I have a bold prayer, a prayer that you will break down the walls of these weak, evil people. You will allow us to un 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 unveil everything so that we can earn back our ability as a community, as a society, to follow you, Father. Father, please give us peace and allow us to seek joy. There's so much that's running through my mind right now, and I think the mind of those that are listening, and that we, we, we kind of want some finality to it. If, and we know that everything happens in your time, Father, but I would just ask you to give us the ability to, to see what is happening in the future, to be able to maintain our focus, but also the, to, to be encouraged by some of the things that are coming forward. Father, please bless President Trump, Mike Wendell. Please bless Carrie Lake and her campaign and the, and the and the lawyers working on her case. Father, please please watch over those people that are 
committed to and loyal and and honorable in this process. Father, I would ask you to, to open up the heart of the judge that is hearing this case in Arizona, that regardless of her, her bias, that she may look at this for what it is, and that is facts and truth. Father, I would ask you to break the back of the media and the tech companies that are doing what they can to harm not just Americans, but people around the world. Help us, Father, that we may do your work, but that we may do your work in such a way that we can stand together while we're doing it, that we can break down the barriers that that create friction between people, that we can accept each other where we are and not where we want to be. Father, I ask for all of these things boldly in the name of thy son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. My mind is clouded. All right. Oh, it said we went down to zero. That must have been a bad prayer. It literally went to zero. Did you see that? Yeah, it does that sometimes. It goes right. to zero, then goes back up. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all we got. We have uh, a lot of things going on tomorrow. Friday, I got to be, I think, in a deposition, so I got to do some flying. Um, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. But just remember one thing. God is in control, and we do win in the end because God wins in the end. So you have to be able to plow the field. You have to be able to knock down the bushes and the, the weeds. And you got to do his work, and it's hard work. And, and by the way, it is the path least traveled. It is not fun. It's difficult. But through those difficulties, it's you're forging steel that is unbreakable. And you're forging bonds with people that you never would have gotten had you not gone through this. Bonds with people who are ethical, that love the Lord. So just take the good things in, in life that you get from all of these, these trials and recognize that you were born at a time such as this because you're strong enough to withstand the hits of the devil and break the back of these demons. That's all I got. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now 
for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.